Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pixel Refresh Podcast. I'm your host, Marco Rodriguez, and as ever, I am joined by my co-host, Mario Amaral. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? Hi, everyone. Hope everyone's having a good day. Uh, So you're probably wondering why uh, you didn't have an episode last week. It was the long weekend, and we had recorded a really nice episode with a bunch of great topics. And then for some reason, my recording was broken. It just sounded like a robot. It was it was bad. So instead of trying to, you know, scramble to create another one, uh, I just decided I wasn't going to post one. Um, so in so, other words, in other words, we find out your true identity. He is a robot. He's been figured <laughs> out. Um, oh, somehow it w- he was siphoning. Uh, you know, human voice, and and he's just been figured out. But no, no, you know, Shh, he, don't he tell decided my to try. Well, it's it's out, man. You just blew the freaking uh, top off this. Yeah. Um. You know what? He decided to try a new setting. He didn't test the setting before, <laughs> and uh, so he wants to make it seem like he doesn't know why. He definitely knows why. I test the setting now. So if, at the end of this, something happens that I don't know what's wrong. Then um, we just find out you're a robot and you uh, came from the future and you're part of Terminator. Exactly. I, I did what? have a, a quick update for you. Um, okay. This is going back to our, our friends at the Power Cycle podcast. Uh, so Mike messaged me the other day. He's like, oh, by the way, I did hear the track at the end <laughs> of episode <laughs> five or whatever it is. And he's like, whenever you're down, I'm so down to do a fucking collaboration. So uh nice I'm i don't gonna, know how he's gonna feel about that after today's podcast uh, we'll see we'll see uh you know what though i i've got a i've got a good twist on the news um so um we got as always we got a bunch of topics that we want to cover today but i think the most important piece um and i'm gonna fly right into it is that uh is that one of the things that happened last week was Mario asked me to use an Android phone for a particular amount of time. Um, So Mario provided me with an essential phone. I used it for roughly four days. Yeah, Uh, not very long. Roughly four days. And then I I just couldn't do it anymore. So I want to give you, uh, because you asked me to give you my, my insights or my feedback. Um. And, and uh, I want this I want this feedback kind of separated. I want it um OS which you know it was basically stock OS. I want OS feedback and then you know I want it separated from the device feedback because okay. They're very different, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And so I I already did that and so there are a couple of things that I will say that might be phone specific and I've marked them as phone specific because I don't know if certain things are just because of that device doesn't do it or doesn't have it. So I'll leave that to you to let me know what's up. Uh, but I'm going to start off with, uh, you know, the phone specific stuffs. Okay. Uh, go ahead. I, I really, I really like the look of the phone. I love how heavy it is. It's a really nice looking phone. Uh, the titanium sides uh, and and that ceramic back just make for like, you know, just a really premium feeling phone, like you were saying on, on the, one of our last podcasts. Right. It's a pretty phone. <clears throat> yeah, it, it's very And it's it feels pretty. like really good quality. It, it feels, yeah, it feels amazing. Um, I, my gripes. So my gripes, you know, this is a small one. It's probably really dumb. It's, it's a dust magnet. Like, like I couldn't, I couldn't get the dust off the phone. Uh, yeah, it feels like it's always dusty. You know what? I only used it for about two days because, uh, as you know, it was more about you testing it. And uh, I did notice, you know, I do work in an environment where it's really dusty. And I had it inside of a Ziploc bag. And still inside of that Ziploc bag, it somehow found a way to accumulate dust. Yeah, it's it was absolutely mind-blowing. Like, I have, I have like, sprays and soft cloths that I bring with me everywhere. And I'm trying to like clean this phone at work and the dust is just sticking to the phone. I was absolutely (laughs) mind blown. And so I I ended up asking you, like, did you experience this? And you said, yeah. Um, But that's a little gripe. 
One of my biggest gripes with the phone is that I still think that the screen has some sort of lag or jitter problem. Because when you scroll with that phone, it's not smooth. And, I, and I've handled like your Pixel and a bunch of different Samsung phones. And you, you scroll with those phones. I've even actually recently, a coworker of mine has a OnePlus, the first, the original. And right. his phone is so smooth. Like he scrolls. There's no lagging, there's no jitter, and again, this is one of the problems that the Essential phone had, and they tried to adjust uh, with a couple of updates, but I still don't think it's there yet. Um, it's a lot better, though. It probably it is. It initially. probably is. But it's really annoying when you're scrolling through, let's say, uh, you know, Reddit, or you're scrolling through Twitter, um, and like... It, it feels unresponsive, like you touching the screen and it's not doing anything. Uh, also, talking about the screen, uh, did you also notice that, I don't know, because of the way that, that the panel is set up in that screen, that you could almost see like pixels? Like if that makes any sense, like when you're really close to it? Yeah. It's I, like a I grid. actually I actually I think that the screen itself was very nice. I didn't notice very much in the pixel department. Um, maybe I just wasn't paying attention. I think I was so concerned with my interactions with the phone that I wasn't really worried about like how great the resolution of the screen was. Um, okay. So let's move on from um, the screen. The reason I say this as well is like the reason I think we should talk about all of this, especially when it comes to the device is because this was supposed to be like a major flagship device. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's why, like, these kinds of things, um, they kind of ruined the device for a lot of people and then ended up ruining it for, you know, as as we just found out lately, a second version of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We we definitely found out that the Essential was planning to make an Essential phone, too, and now they're not. They might be potentially up for sale, but the CEO of the company says, no, we're not we're not selling to anyone. So maybe okay, they're so gonna, let's get back on let's maybe get back on this list. change their focus but but I just want to go over a, a few pieces so things that I'm not used to so I made a list of likes dislikes and things I'm not used to so on my likes list I have I love the mu music notification controls I love that I can pull down the menu and have my you know pocket cast controls or or my Spotify controls or or whatever right up there and make do my actions I love the one password integration because I just tap a button, I use my fingerprint sensor and I can unlock anything. Um, and I loved native video and browser. I thought it was really cool that like you could go to pretty much any website and it didn't have to full screen like on an iPhone all depending on the site. It would actually just play right there in the right in the browser. Um don't get me wrong, the iPhone still does that, just it's not all situations where that happens. Uh, and my there's also benefit, benefits and disadvantages to that. Yeah, yeah, there definitely is. Um, the dislikes I had was there's no tap to wake on the Essential phone. Um, no, yeah, I noticed that too. That was really weird. On and, a and phone coming, that's mostly screen. And coming from an iPhone X where there is tap to wake... Uh, it just, it really threw me off and I, I looked it up and it just said, they said, Hey, it's coming sometime in 2018 or 2017 and it just hasn't happened yet. So, um, so I'm so used to gestures on Safari when I was using Chrome, I noticed that you can't go forward without going into a menu and clicking a forward button. There's no gestures related to going back to a page that you just came from. Uh, so I know you could use the back button to go back, but what if I wanted to go back to the page I just went to, or I wanted to go forward? Well, they've hidden that into a menu, and I find that a lot right of corner. yeah, I, I find a lot of apps use that little three dot menu bar to hide items uh, when those items could literally just be gestures or something like that, uh, sort of like on the iPhone. Another thing that I found out was. Um, Apple owns a patent on the tap the status bar and scroll to the top of a list. 
I did not really? know they that. They own the patent on that. They own the patent on that. So I'm sitting there with the essential phone. I'm like, okay, I scrolled down this gigantic list of Twitter apps on, on the store. I want to quickly go back to the top. How do I do that? There literally is no way to do that. Like you literally have to scroll all the way back to the top. And that's because there is no gesture or way for you to just quickly get back to the top unless it's built into an app. Um, and, and I thought like I was tapping the status bar, which just does that. You've seen it. Um, it does right. the, um, I haven't personally, I don't really use that. So I haven't really noticed it, but, uh, I do know what you're talking about, but it does when you tap on a, an Android, it just does the, like showing you that there's a menu up there. It just like peeks out and disappears. Um, and it does nothing else. Um, so, uh, another dislike I had for maybe that phone specifically, there's no silent switch. Um, I wanted to quickly. So no, that would be that would be most uh, Android most devices. Android besides, phones? I think maybe the OnePlus uh, devices starting on like the OnePlus Two, where they decided to put in the silent toggle. Yeah. Uh, switch, which is iconic uh, iPhone thing, right? So um, I think for most, it's just because, like you said, you have all those settings with the quick swipe down, and you could go there. Yeah, and but just, there's uh, but for me, there's nothing like there's nothing faster than just touching two buttons or touching a switch to put your phone in silent. Okay. So well, versus on Android, you have to go all the way down on volume and then one more time to actually put it into like, do not disturb for it to go into silent. So let me tell you something. The, um, the pixel, the squeeze for the assistant, it can yeah. also be used to put the phone into silence. And that's useful. I like that. Right. But I think when phones don't have that squeeze feature, they should have a quicker way, like, you know, pressing the power and, you know, maybe volume down button and, and that puts it into silent quickly or something like if that. If I'm not wrong, that actually, I could be wrong. I'm I pretty think sure on the Pixel, it actually is a thing. You can, I think it's on the Android P thing right now. I think so, yeah. I think it's going to be an there, Android there P is thing. A I way could be wrong, but quickly. I remember. But I just think like a hardware solution is probably just way quicker. You just switch it or tap it or whatever, and your phone's on silent. It Talk. is. I think. Uh, I think the the hardware, like you said, uh, using like volume up and volume whatever to do it, like um, a certain a sequence of buttons, makes sense because the devices now don't have any switch for that. So yeah. maybe in the future, start adding a switch. But then you're you're kind of doing like the iPhone thing, but it works for OnePlus. People love it. So uh, maybe just uh, letting it be like a, a certain button combo is perfect because now it works. It's backwards compatible and yeah. with any device that comes out, right? So yeah, I think I think that is an Android P feature if I'm not wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's what I read somewhere is that it is an Android P feature that they're bringing. Uh, so now I just have a little quick list of things I wasn't used to. Is I not necessarily didn't like them or like them overly. You know, I just wasn't used to it at the time. So. Uh, the back button being everywhere is the biggest one. You know, you're not used to, you know, not being able to swipe or go back like you do on a, an iPhone. You have to actually tap a back button. I did like how the back button will actually change its orientation depending on what it, it's about to do. Uh, so if like, uh, you know, you pulled up assistant, the back button will be pointed down. So it will to show you that if you press back, this this menu slide up will slide back down. Right, uh, just I like thought, with the keyboard. Yeah, if you have I, a keyboard exactly. in a certain circumstance, the it will it will turn downward, so it lets you know it's actually bringing the keyboard back. Exactly, I thought that was really cool. It's such a little piece of attention to detail that you know you don't really see. Not used to notifications being, uh, you know, on the top left. There's always those little icons for every notification you have. Right. Um, the thing I did like about notifications, besides the music thing, is I liked the fact that. Uh, you could get rid of an icon badge that's that's showing you you have a notification by dismissing it in the notification pane. Um, that is a thing I think Apple needs to do because I don't want to go into my Domino's app to clear a notification. I don't want to go right. into a specific app to clear a notification for apps that I don't regular go regularly go into. You know, a really cool thing they have on. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I I wish that that feature was there. If I could just swipe down dismiss a specific one and it actually will get rid of the the icon for hey you've got a notification in this app um so i think also with notifications a really cool thing is that uh if you bring up a certain notification on an android device 
and you actually swipe to the left or I think you, you hold, I can't remember right now, yeah. it actually will bring a little toggle and you can just turn off all the notifications from that app. So if yeah. it's like a, a constant notification, let's say you have something running like, um, this is a dumb example, like an OBD on your car. Yeah, you yeah. just don't want to see that notification always there. Or maybe like a weather app. Some people use weather apps where there's always a notification to tell you that weather app is working in the background. Yeah. You can actually just turn it off. You don't have to go, like you said, into into the iOS settings, into the settings menu, into the app menu, and turn off that notification. Yeah, yeah. I you didn't can like actually that just too. do it right I, there. I didn't, I didn't adjust any of it while I was using the phone. But I would there are some there are some notifications that don't allow you to immediately dismiss them. So when you swipe them, they just give you that menu you were talking about, right. where it'd be like snooze this one, or actually you can uh, set the settings for that specific notification. Um, and yeah, so I wasn't used to the notifications overall, but I do like I do agree with like Dieter from uh, The Verge that Android notifications specifically are more robust uh than the iphones currently uh and so and this and, has been known like notifications on android is just they've done so much work on it yeah they've and honed they, it, it, it to goes, a point yeah um and this one's gonna be a giveaway like i was used i wasn't used to having no iMessage available so everybody i know who i interact with pretty much is generally on an iphone besides you um, and so when I would get, I would start getting texts from my family, uh, cause we're in like group chats and like, it would just suck. I wasn't going to turn to them and be like, Oh, can you all please get WhatsApp? Blah, blah, blah. So I just, I was texting right. them for a while. Um, well, and especially then the, if you're using it temporarily. So, yeah. And then the other thing was lack of gestures, the lack of gestures I wasn't used to cause I'm so used to gestures on, on the iPhone um and just just like there are places where i'm like wow that could have been a gesture or you could you know like just little things like that like if they started thinking about the usability of a specific app and wanted to improve it and they're they're actually interested in using gestures in the future they could already start doing gestures and i think uh i think android p is the start of that um I did I did have a few preferred alternative apps that I use that I can just go through quickly. Um, for Tweetbot, I was using Phoenix 2. I love that the layouts were pretty much similar. Uh, I did try Talon. I wasn't I wasn't happy with Talon. It just it took up too much of the screen. That's a weird thing for me to say. Uh, Apollo, which is a Reddit client on iOS, I was using Boost for Reddit. Uh, I did purchase all these apps, by the way. Um, and then spark mail, uh, spark email. I was using email by Edison software. It's actually available on both platforms, iOS and Android. Um, but okay. it was, uh, and, and me and you have both tried this app before. It's the one that literally looks like a iOS mail, except it's made by a third party. Um, right. and then side notes I have here is the AirPod gestures do work with Android. I could tap to turn my music off or tap to actually go to the next song. Um, oh, that's I, awesome. I don't know why, if that's because I had already set those gestures on my iPhone before moving over. But yeah, I would pull an earbud out. It would turn off, put one back in. It would turn on. I would tap. It would start my music. It was great. Like, it was pretty seamless. I had the same experience with my headphones. Um, that's actually really good news, especially for a lot of people if they were wondering, you know, maybe I can't get those because I won't get those features. Like you said... I don't really think it would be an iPhone setup kind of situation. It would just be like this is the default option when hooked up to an Android device. Yeah, and I would say, though, I find the W1 chip working with the iPhone does significantly improve your usability of the, the pods because there was moments where I was listening to music and it would cut in and out because of some sort of interference, I'm guessing, while walking through the streets. Uh, where that doesn't happen when I'm on my iPhone. I don't know if that's because of the W1 chip or just so happened to be, you know, maybe the Bluetooth connection with the, the essential phone. I couldn't tell you. But, I wouldn't be surprised it was a Bluetooth connection um, issue. But yeah, that's the only thing I experienced was the random like cutouts every once in a while. But it's it was nothing to like fucking freak out over. Um, right. And then the other so thing I found was I was using the phone less. 
um, I wasn't touching it as often, like in comparison this is because, to my iPhone. Because I don't know. You weren't I actually enjoying don't know. it, I, or I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Um, Are you just sick of wiping all the dust off? I, I think it was more <laughs> because of like you know my interactions with that specific phone. I think I could uh, see myself using uh, like a Pixel or something else for longer. I don't I don't ever think it would be my daily driver because I'm just I just like the iOS platform so much um, and that's where all my stuff is pretty much um, but yeah like I didn't really use many Google apps uh, I did use the store I did replace certain you know apps that I wanted from a you know Twitter and 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 reddit perspective and then that note what did you think about the store? Because um, I know that the iOS store, especially now with its uh, redesign, you know, not that yeah. long ago, it's completely different. You know, it always kind of was, but now especially it's completely well, different. The, than the Play, Play store, store reminds me of the old iOS store where you'd have like a couple of icons and then like tiles that you can swipe through and then another couple of icons and the tiles you can swipe through. Um, and how did how did it feel not to need to put in your password every time you downloaded an app? Uh, it was or or it was good because I had well I had set up to use the fingerprint sensor, um, which I'm just surprised it's not used for more things. Um, like I, I Scotia Bank app for example, you can't use the the fingerprint sensor on the essential phone to unlock, you know, or you know verify you are who you are to get into the app. I thought that's that a was... developer thing though. Right? Yeah. I like, just thought the developer I thought it, has, I thought it was weird. Um, we know this already. Developers spend more time and more money on iOS apps than they do on Android apps. Uh, it's not I, because I, they can't. I also think that like Apple has done a good way of that transition, right? There's one API for, for verification and it will just check if your device has uh, a fingerprint sensor or face ID. And like, if, if Google doesn't build something like that in, then, then it's, these developers are just going to be like, why, why, why do I, I have to build this whole thing myself? Like, I'm not going to do that. Screw that. It's just going to take too long. Um, but yeah, it, it, the experience for the four days that I had, it was, you know, it's the, the devices are pretty much at parity. The only thing I can see from my perspective is Android does a few things better than iOS. Uh, and iOS does a few things better than Android. Specifically, if I want to name names, it's like Android does great notifications. iOS does great gestures and uh, and stuff like that. That's a quick anecdote. Um, otherwise, device feature parity is there. The only thing that I can say that an Android does over iOS is all the customization. Is, you know, changing launchers is with those launchers being able to customize icons. Another thing I liked on Android is that your icons are not stuck to a specific self-adjusting right. grid. I can put them wherever I want. Um, I wasn't, a, I told you this, I wasn't a big fan of the the drawer, the app drawer. I, I, I missed the pages that I had of, you know, but there are certain um, launchers. But you that, could do that, the same thing that. if you wanted. Yeah, yeah, no, and I did. I did end up pulling all the apps that I regularly use out of the drawer and putting them on my home screen. Um, but even going back, there are launchers that do that for you, that actually take your entire drawer concept and just make them pages of apps, right? Right. Um, it's, it's a lot more robust in the sense of customization. Everybody can change the fundamental function of an Android phone to suit their needs, Whereas on iOS, like like I was saying, like we've previously said, you get a new device, iOS is always going to be iOS. There's nothing different between devices, between phones, maybe unless they drop the feature because you have an older device. Otherwise, there's parity across all devices. They all do so the let same me, thing. So uh, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, widgets, did you end up playing with any widgets? Um. So I did throw down a couple of widgets just to see how they work, like the music widgets, a clock widget, the search widget. Um, there's a couple more. I can't remember them now, but I ultimately ended up putting them back in, like deleting them from the home screen. Because uh, uh, for me, it was it was literally just over aesthetics. I was like, I don't like all these widgets here. It, it doesn't yeah, the look way they too, look. Right? Yeah, it doesn't look too nice. Um 
and uh i think if there was a designated place for widgets i think that would be cool or if that was an option you know just to have a, a de designated place for widgets uh sort of like on ios maybe it's just the way i'm used to it um but yeah, I, I like the interactivity of widgets. I thought it was really great that you could change things right there and then. Uh, you can adjust stuff, you know. Um, but yeah, for the four days I had it, I think like, again, going back to the phone, my my negatives with the experience come from the, the fallbacks or the drawbacks of the phone itself and not the software. Um, uh, because again, like I said, Android, Android and... At this point, Android and iOS have such feature parity that it's literally the difference between do I care that I can't customize and don't have a fully featured files app on, uh, on iOS versus I can literally do whatever the hell I want on an Android phone. So let me ask you a question because a lot of people talk about how... Uh you know, iOS is so much simpler to navigate versus an Android device. Did you find that? Like, uh, let's say even with your, um, you know, going through the menu setting, what did you think? Like, was it as just as easy, easier, harder to navigate the I, I would I would say labels-wise, I think they could improve on where they put things. So iOS spends a ton of time or Appleton spends a ton of time of making sure where they put things within submenus makes sense, and they've adjusted that over years. Um, I think that's my only gripe with Android is that things that you expect to be in certain places aren't always there. And I found myself actually just using the search to find them instead of instead of like trying to figure out oh, does is this going to be under connections? Is this like a good example is like Bluetooth, right? Uh, from what I understand on the central forum, there's not just like a Bluetooth section. Uh, no, it's all together under c connectivity. It's all under connections, right? And that's uh, that's the Android, like the pure Android. Yeah, and, and I think like with a bit of finessing, they could either, you know, do a better subcopy because there's like the actual connections label and then there's like what's in this section, you know? Uh, I it think does that, give you a little right underneath it. It tells you everything that's in there, though. It'll well, be yeah, well, it's like blah, blah, it, blah, whatever. It, it, not always, right? Like depending on the device, I think they can change that copy to say whatever they want if they add it or they feel like things are more important. Uh, so I, I think they could just do a better job of, you know, of organizing stuff. Otherwise, I think that the settings is fine. You know, like settings is fine. If you can't find something, just search for it, right? Right. That's, like that's the benefit of having a search there. Just look for what you need, as long as you know what it's called. Because then that's the that's the only other. Problem. That's the yeah. Because if you don't so, know what it's called, then you're done. So. So I don't want to. I don't want to let this go on for way too long. I think you've pretty much given uh, a lot of. Uh, you that's know. That's my comprehensive here. review. Yeah. So my my one question to you, and this has kind of always been the thing with me, and I've and I've talked to you about this before, especially using both OSs. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about stock here. We're not talking about any custom um, app or any custom, um, you know, different way of using this, but the keyboard. Now yes. I'm talking about the Google keyboard versus the iOS keyboard because you can get the Google keyboard on iOS, uh, vice versa on uh, Google. You can't get an iOS keyboard, but you can get many copies or whatever. Yeah. Now my question to you is, is not actually about the way it looks or anything. It's the way it feels like when you're touching down the keys and everything. What do you think? I don't like it. <laughs> um, I wasn't a big fan. Uh, I know at one point I, I asked you, do you type or do you swipe? And you said you typed. And I just feel like... I do like, both, I said. I do or both. you do both. And I just feel right. like those those keyboards have been designed for swipe and not for type. Um, I don't know what it is. Like I don't know if it's the touch areas on, on the actual keyboards, but... Um, I don't know. I just, I didn't really enjoy typing. I found I made more mistakes. I was, you know, I guess cause on an iPhone, every key has an, a designated spot, I guess. And well, that's uh Android... that's a setting in the keyboard on Android. You can actually put those squares in. So yeah, I you could, probably... I'm just assuming that's what it is or what, what it is, but there is actually a, a few stories on, on Apple creating their keyboard and why it's so smart is because it uses machine learning to 
you know, predictively know where you're about to touch next and disable touch areas around that. Um, just so you don't make, you make less mistakes. I don't know if that thought process has been put into the Google keyboard. I didn't, I didn't hate it. Cause again, I've used the Google P keyboard on, on iOS. It's not quite the same, but, uh, I just feel like the keyboard itself was more geared towards, uh, swiping than typing. And I think the other thing that threw me off is the, you know, the haptic feedback, which you can turn off, uh, which is like every time you tap a, a key, the phone vibrates. Um, I think that was another thing throwing me off at first. I, I liked it. I think it was nice and tactile, like knowing that you touched a key, but. Right. I like that too. I don't know why they don't add that on to iOS. I think that um, definitely it's, it's probably more battery consuming. Yeah. Uh, versus not having it on. It is a feature that you can turn off or on. So there's a setting for it for sure. But I do like it. And it's because like it gives you that physical um, feedback, right? For like the home button, when they brought the home button in and it didn't make it a physical button. Oh, yeah. They gave you the feedback, right? Well, why not? Yep. That That's kind of Android's version of it, except you're getting feedback on everything you're touching. And yeah. that's also because there's not as many gestures. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I'll, uh, you know, just to round it out, I'll say my experience with the keyboard would probably be alleviated if I used the phone for longer. If I got used to the keyboard, I probably wouldn't have, you know, disliked it as much. Um, the the reason I asked you about the keyboard is to be 100% honest. Yeah. I've used Android for a, a long time, and you know this, and in the past as well. I still like the iOS keyboard better. Yeah. 100 percent uh and it's not because it I has just, more I just features 3D or touch that's it like so you did miss your 3d touch yeah, did you yeah. try their version uh androids not 3d touch but their version of just kind of touching on a um an icon and getting like a little menu setting pop-up uh no i didn't you, you forgot I to did, try that i didn't you? even know that that was a thing to be honest it is like uh, in the app drawer oh, or oh, on the oh, actual. Oh, 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 Another thing I don't like is when you're going to edit text and you hold in the text area and that little tiny thing comes up at the bottom of your text field for you to move it. I really don't like that. Really, yeah, so a lot really of that is don't being, like that. <laughs> a lot of that is being looked at on. Uh, I know there's a whole new way of doing it on uh, Android P, at least a, a better way for sure. I, yeah. re I remember reading about it and, and looking into it. I did use Android P for not long. I'm not on the beta anymore. So that's another long story. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't want to, I, I kind of, I 100% think this episode, a lot of people are going to, are going to feel like it feels like an interview. Uh, we definitely well, no, need feedback, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a one-off, right? This episode is going to be this way because of the topic at hand. Um, and I'm, it's about my experience, right? I mean, right. That, and that's the way it is, but I think we should move on. I think I've said enough or, or everything. But your overall can, is, is, my overall is think? that, yeah, with time, I probably could just get used to using or enjoy, enjoy more using an Android phone as long as it's not an essential phone. Right. Um, that, that's the key indicator here is as long as it's not an essential phone. And I will say for those of you listening, if you ever considered buying an essential phone, I can tell you right now, do not buy an essential phone. It's not worth your time. Uh, save yeah, your money and buy a better phone. I do have one for sale if anyone's interested. <laughs> just, um, just putting it out there. But uh, but yeah, I I think I think uh, I want to move on, uh, and I think we should talk about um, about you. About me? Yeah. I don't think we should talk about me. I think we should talk about you. I think we talk about me enough. I think we should talk about you. I don't think people want to hear about me. Okay, I'm going to tell the audience. So my friend Mario here doesn't have a Pixel anymore. And if you ever thought that the, the title of this show, Pixel Refresh, was because he had a Pixel, it's not the truth. And formally, we are changing this podcast to the iPhone Refresh Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, uh, you came back. I have... you came back. You you were so enthralled with how delicious our cookies are that you came back. Okay, wait. There has to be some dun 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 sound yeah. over here. Okay, so okay. 
officially as of yesterday yes i am back on an ios device well i know a lot of you are probably screaming right now and saying what the fuck are you talking mike about? is freaking out right now mike is freaking out right now so there's one main i mean really big main reason i'm back on ios and to this, be and i foreshadowed this if you're about to say what I think you're about you to did, say. You did you you did foreshadow it and I kind of said I can get through it. Yeah. And I kind of felt like I could and I've been on Android before. It's it's you know, it's nothing new. I love to to try them both all the time and switch and whatever, but it kind of brought me over the edge and it is I miss my Apple Watch. Very much so. I miss the experience of my Apple Watch. Yeah. It's like it's unparalleled. You just can't get the same but it, experience. I, we did say that before. Even I admitted to that. Yes. It, it's not. So, you know what? Some people might be like, I wouldn't switch because of a watch. It just doesn't make sense. There are other reasons. That's probably one of the biggest. Yeah. Um, I have gotten everyone kind of on WhatsApp. And uh, let me tell you one thing about WhatsApp. And I found this out on, on both devices. It's the same thing. Okay. Neither of them have a watch app. No. Why do neither of these? Um, the, why do neither of these OSs have a watch app? If you if it's made by Facebook and Facebook has the app for you know the messenger, why can't they just make an app? Like there's third party apps that you have to either pay for to get the feature of sending you. This is such a big issue when I was using my watch. So anybody. Where where I work, I can't use my phone. So my lifeline is my watch. Yeah. Okay. It's literally my lifeline. And with Android and Wear OS, it's just like your flatline. You're flatlining. And so let me explain to everyone. Just I am there's not a lot of apps. Is that why? No, or? there's there's a lot of apps. It's just the way it works. The way it all works. And there's a few things that brought me over the edge. I I did kind of uh you know write down a little uh a little list of things that bothered me. Oh, let's um, get into your list. Okay, my list here. So, right, so let, this let episode me is first of be all shitting on Android. Uh, no way, it <laughs> no, shouldn't be called shitting on Android. I'm kidding. I love I'm kidding. my <laughs> I love my Pixel. I still own my Pixel. Yeah. Um, not for much longer, but I do love my Pixel. I am on an iPhone 10, and the only reason is, is if I'm going iOS, I'm going the best they have to, yeah. to offer. So uh, I'm on iPhone 10. I've got an Apple Watch, actually, Marky's Marky's old Apple Watch. Yeah. Because I sold him my Apple Watch, <laughs> so I had to buy his old Apple Watch. Yes, people, I'm downgrading. Yeah. But that's fine. I just I need that experience because. And, it, and trust even, me, it was barely a purchase. I basically gave it to him. <laughs> he basically gave it to me for real. Um. But the whole thing is, even though his Apple Watch is like an OG, so the original before Series 1, yeah, it still performs better than, like, in my opinion, the best Android watch out there for like $600. <laughs> Which is really surprising because uh, it's, a, it's a, like it a four-year-old watch. Like, yeah, it's, it's horrible. It's and horrible in comparison to the one you sold me, which is very quick, it's snappy. Again, it doesn't do many more things than the one that I had, but the speed is the biggest improvement. And some of the battery life, but continue. So the some of the things that really bothered me was, and I talked about this on previous shows, uh, Bluetooth. We had an issue with Bluetooth and connecting a watch to Bluetooth. It seems like Bluetooth in general is an issue. And, and I know it's not the device. It's not the Pixel 2 or the 2XL, which I use both. Because it also happened with the Essential when I used it for, you know, only like two days, but I used it. Um, I decided... My watch, like, I, like I'm like i trying to explain to everyone, my watch is my lifeline in a lot of scenarios, especially at work. Yeah. I can't use my phone. So my watch is my lifeline. And I've been trying to use my old LG Watch GR. And I'm like, I'm having a lot of issues. Things are taking really long to load. Um, you know, it, it's not hearing me. I, I, You know, the texting on it really kind of sucks. Um, a bunch of things on it just weren't working. And connectivity, like I can't reach Google at the moment. Or, you know, this is happening or, um, you know, issue. So I'm like, it's the watch. Definitely it's the watch. We've got a really old watch. So I went back to buying another watch as I had done previous, hoping that at this time, 
you know, maybe with some updates or, you know, there's been a lot of Wear OS updates. I'm like, maybe they fixed some of these issues. No, they did not. I got a, a tick watch again, a tick watch E because it's the most affordable Android Wear 2 or Wear OS 2.0. Yeah. Uh, so basically their version is Android 8 uh, on the uh, on the watch, but it is called Wear OS 2 or 2 point something. I can't remember right now. And instantly when I had a watch that had the ability to use the microphone and the speaker now to make calls, my phone went crazy. So here's a few things that happened. Number one, anytime I would try to make a call from my watch, yeah. it was like it was like going through hell. It, it and it it wasn't even just the watch. It was just like, okay, I'm gonna make this call, but it's not it's not going through a hundred percent. Like it's it's trying to connect to my phone. It's trying to connect to my watch. It it doesn't know where it wants to send the audio. So you can't tell me it's the watch. I've had I've had a, a few of these watches already, and and the same thing happens. And if I have my device and I'm making a call on my device, it does the same thing I talked about in another episode, where it sends the audio automatically to my watch, and it says on my phone that I'm connected to Bluetooth. Here's another issue. At work, I like to use an earbud, a Bluetooth earbud. That Bluetooth earbud has a microphone. For some reason, I don't know why they did this. This also happened on my Central, so I'm assuming it's like a stock Android OS thing. Yep. It automatically does not allow those two devices to be connected using the mic. But not only that, this is what it was doing. What it was doing is every time I would... And I'm going to use my car as an example because this is where I noticed it happening. Okay. I had my watch on, the watch, uh, the Tick Watch E. Yep. I get into my vehicle and, you know, I connect to Bluetooth because I make calls. I call my wife. I listen to all my music. All my all my music is on my phone. Yeah. It wouldn't automatically connect to my car stereo because it was connected to my watch. Yeah. So it was like, why is it doing this? I've had to manually go in there. When I connected to my car stereo, it would disconnect my watch. When I connected to my watch, it disconnected my stereo. But here's the weird thing, because when you go into settings on Bluetooth, it says connected, right? It wouldn't say my watch is connected, but my watch was connected. But when I try to make a call, it was going to the watch instead of the the stereo. And then I turned off like audio, like the phone, uh, the phone setting on my watch, like under Bluetooth settings. But it didn't go now to the stereo. So it just became a shit show of trying to figure out like the um, what's the word I'm looking for? Bluetooth connectivity is a nightmare. It's um, management, Bluetooth management. But you shouldn't because it. Your blue, you shouldn't have to manage your Bluetooth devices. And I wasn't used to that on iOS. You know, I got a call. I could answer it on my watch. I could answer it on my stereo. All of them would give me the option to answer. It's where I decided to answer. Yeah. Whether I decided to answer on my watch, whether I decided to answer on my phone, whether I decided to answer on my stereo, it would all work. Yeah. And another issue I had is I was like, you know what? That's fine. My my I own a stereo that has the Spotify app. So through Bluetooth, I can just connect to Spotify and listen to my music. That wasn't even working. Every time I tried to use the Spotify application, it was downloaded on both my phone and my watch. Yeah. Sorry, my phone and my um, my stereo. It was like I can't find a device with Spotify. I was having so many issues when it came to Bluetooth. I'd have to delete the device, reconnect it. I'm telling you all, this sounds like it's probably a hardware issue with the Bluetooth. I'm pretty sure that's Bluetooth 5. Uh, or four point something in there, but I think it's five on the Pixel Two XL. Um, it isn't a Bluetooth hardware device because my essential phone did it too, and both of them are running stock Android. I think stock Android right now, their management of Bluetooth is horrible. Yeah. I don't know what they've did, and I, that's like a lifeline for me. So you have to understand, a lot of the things I use are wireless, and they're Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah. So I cannot be messing around with this. So the main thing is like, well, this is not a big deal. No, I don't have to make this sacrifice because there is another device I could use that I don't have to make that sacrifice. It's and called it's, an iPhone. It's an iPhone for me right now. Yes, because, you know, many people will say, why don't you try a Samsung? I don't like Samsung. I don't like their their UI. I don't like they work yeah, the way they Mar- work. Mar- 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 Mar-
for one. No, I've never, I've two, never been a fan. Not- he used to be a Samsung guy. I'm going to tell you guys a little story, an anecdote. Huge okay? Samsung fan. He I used, used to be, to be a Samsung massive fan. Samsung fan. And then one day he dropped his phone from no, I'm not kidding you. His like from the distance of his, the top of his calf. So maybe like six inches. Okay. Or uh, 12 inches, a foot. Okay. And his his phone screen just literally came off off the device it turned pur- it turned purple it turned purple it came off it was just like it was just shitty shitty hardware and that's not to say they are doing the same thing but even the ui i don't want to i don't want to be one of those people who owns a samsung right now and they're excited about finally getting android 8 yeah point oh you know i don't want to be one of those people i i've explained it in the po- podcast in the past that Every time I get a new OS, that's like getting a new phone. I'm super excited about an update. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not one of those people who are excited about an update almost a year after it came out. I'm I'm not about that life. So to be 100% honest, that is the biggest reason I've switched back. There, um, There's a few things funny that I noticed right away from going to my iPhone. Okay. And that's that I missed the back button. <laughs> I 100% <laughs> missed the back button. Yeah. Um, I feel like that in iOS, there's uh, a lot of times, just like you said about Android, you're so used to having the back button there, right? Where on iOS, you're used to a gesture, which I think gestures are better, honestly. I think that uh, Android phone should have a lot more gestures, and I'm hoping with Android P coming into the picture and a lot of devices becoming full screens, there's going to be a lot more gestures. I think think with Android P and Android Q is when when Google is going to make more pushes for gestures. Right. But I also think that on iPhone, they kind of really get you used to gestures. And then all of a sudden you get into a, you know, a page and there's no gesture to go back. You have to physically hit that button on the top left. What's up with that? Like, why do that? Why get me so used to this gesture to go back? Because the back button basically works from a certain app. Yeah. So let's say I'm on this. Okay. I'll give you an example. I'm on this app. I can swipe forward. I can swipe back. All of a sudden I click into this. And the only way to go back now is to hit that top back button. I can't swipe back anymore. I'm just trying and to think like, if, if it's a third party app, it's just because they haven't put a gesture in it. Because again, gestures, even better. This back is even gesture. in menu, in settings menu. This is even in settings. You go into a certain setting, you can use gestures to go everywhere. All of a sudden in the setting now, you have to hit that back button on the top. Really? And then you go back into the gesture system. You know what? Next time it happens to me, I will I will remember what happened. So I just went into general and then let's say a reset or regulatory, right? I can I can swipe back, no problem. Well, I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay. I think I don't want to waste too much time on your that. Your thumb is broken. You don't know how to That's use it. That's it. <clears throat> uh, another big thing I'm going to explain. Android to fatigue, everybody. <laughs> That's why you can't figure Sorry. it out. No. I still love Android. I'm not an Android. <laughs> I haven't come to the dark side. I'm just testing the waters. Okay? Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> All right. so listen, another thing is uh, a big thing for me is um, yep. Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. I've used both, okay? So yeah. my wife's vehicle has both built in from factory and my car only has Apple CarPlay. Okay. And that's why I was trying to use Spotify, the app, and all this stuff. And I have to use Bluetooth. Imagine if you sold me your stereo system. Which was the plan, right? And then switched. (laughs) Well, I'd get a stereo that had both anyways. Oh, shit, man. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to say from using both, what I use mostly the stereo for is music, correct? Okay, yeah. Um, Is it music for that? I haven't tested... I'm a music fanatic. I haven't tested this out with Spotify on uh, Apple yeah. uh, CarPlay. But I will say something. If you're using the stock apps, um, so if you're using Google stock app, for so Google uh, Music or Play Music, sorry, okay. I think. And then if you're using Apple Music, CarPlay works better for one main reason. A lot of Canadians, um, yeah. as you know, we don't have unlimited data here. So most of our music we download to listen to later. Okay. When you're on an uh, Android Auto, there is no option to go to downloaded music. Unless you know what playlist you downloaded, then you could play that playlist. You know it was downloaded. Uh, but okay. Android Auto no kind of wanted... There's to tell you that you downloaded it? Like no. Icon it's just anything? like, I'll give you an example. You go to uh, music. 
you go to songs and it starts playing songs. It doesn't show you a list of songs. Oh. It starts playing songs. So you have to put it into a playlist. Know you downloaded that playlist or you're going to be using data to play yeah. that music yeah, yeah. without you even knowing. On CarPlay, you literally go to music. You scroll all the way down, downloaded music. And then you have options, playlists, songs, whatever you want. Yeah. And that's all your downloaded music. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know why Android doesn't do that, why Android Auto. That makes sense. I downloaded, let's say, two, 300 songs, different playlists, different albums. Once I go into that menu of downloaded music, I know I'm not using data. The other day I was on my wife's car using Android Auto thinking I downloaded those songs. Yeah. Because I turned off, you know, being able to use data. Okay. Nope, nope. I used the gig and something just listening to music. I was so upset. Wow. I was so holy. upset that why did Android Auto not, you know, take into consideration that I turned off data? But the thing is, even when you're using maps, and this happens on both Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Yeah. You know how you go into your map settings and uh, unless like I'm just doing it wrong, you go into your app settings That's and you probably turn off. The case. No, but trust me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Go trust ahead. me. You go into the app settings, you turn off, don't use toll routes, right? Yeah. On both, And I'm talking about both here. This is a universal thing for uh, Apple Maps and, and Google Maps. They still you go into them? settings, you turn that off. Once you go into the um, Apple Maps on the actual CarPlay, that means you didn't set it up before. You're just, all of a sudden, you're there. You hit the microphone and you're like, uh, take me home. And let's say take me home at this point. The fastest way is using a toll route. Yeah. It uses that. Oh, really? I just hit my bike, and That's I'm sorry fine. about that sound. It hits um, using that uh, that thing automatically goes to toll routes because on CarPlay, I guess it's kind of like a different system, and there's no setting to turn off toll route. It's just automatically on. Yeah. And same thing with with Android Auto. Again, either I'm missing a setting, I've looked through it, I've tried to figure it out, I can't. So, yeah, but the, it doesn't reflect these are the, the settings on your phone because I know in my it phone, doesn't reflect the settings. It doesn't reflect the settings. Uh, now, remember that one time. Remember that one time I told you I was so mad because I turned off toll routes and it kept taking me to a toll route. Yeah, yeah. If I had set it up on my phone and then plugged it in and just continued from those directions, I would have been fine. Yeah. But because I'm asking CarPlay or Android Auto from the system from once the it's connected. Without, okay, yeah. Right. It automatically goes. Another thing that. Another thing that really upset me uh, that made me kind of, you know, go over the line was, okay, Google and hey, Google. I'm telling you guys. I couldn't get guys, that to work while I was using Essential Phone. No. I will tell you guys right now, I've retrained my voice over 10 times. And I could be in the shower. This is the most annoying thing. When you're in the shower, yeah. you've got your music playing. And, you know, you decided to, uh, someone, someone text messaged you or something. And you want to text them back because you got the text and you're like, because uh, I have my watch. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, Google. Hey, Google. Okay, Google. And I get that stupid keyboard that comes up saying, you've tried your voice too many times. You have to unlock it now Yeah. with the code. Yeah. You know how frustrating that is? It didn't work 90% of the time. I'm right beside it saying, okay, Google or hey, Google. It doesn't know who the hell I am. It doesn't recognize my voice. I look it up. What's the best thing to do? Retrain it. I use different, you know, voices. Like I use like my yelling voice. My, I did everything. It doesn't work. Guess what? Siri is not as good as Google when it comes to a lot of things, but it hears you most of the time. I say it work 90% of the time instead yeah. of not working 90% of the time. That's a big thing for me. I found you know myself what I mean? on the Android phone. I don't want to harp on his point and saying that the whole thing is bad, but it's not. I think it just needs a bit of finessing. Uh, I will say that after trying OK or Hey Google a couple of times in multiple different scenarios and it not working, I just ended up in like day three or four, just started holding down the, the home button to initiate Google and then asking it my question because I was using it to turn on and off my lights. Um, and that's the way I would do it. I would just actually initiate it physically, but that's not the most ideal scenario. Right. Uh, and so one at thing one point I thought like, Oh, it's because the phone is at 33% battery or something like that. Maybe it turns that feature off. So I charged the phone and still didn't do it. So, so another thing I, um, I did notice on my pixel Two Excel. this might be, this is definitely a hardware thing. Yeah. Sometimes depending on, um, I don't know if it's the quality it was recorded in the, the volume it was set at. 
the speakers would just be distorted at like really high volumes uh, to the point where you wouldn't even like listening to it. But then certain things you could listen at max and they'd sound super clear. The messed up thing is like even calls when I got them sometimes when you put it high would be distorted. So that was kind of getting annoying. Why is this happening? You know what I mean? Like it's like these probably speakers... a per app use of the of the speakers is different and right. And like I don't know if it's a per app or even the 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 like the, whatever you're listening to at the time the way it was recorded or like I I Could don't be. understand. But that was the thing that was really the, right, the reason I say per app use is because if you're like on speakerphone with somebody and it's distorting, right? Like that's that's a live thing. It's not recorded in any sort of way, right? So right. if it's distorting, that means it's probably the phone app's use of the of the speakers is, hasn't been set to a certain limit so that it doesn't distort. That's that's probably what it is. Right. There's a f <clears throat> so just to give everyone kind of an example of why I switched. I mean, not an example, but an overall reason. It basically is the watch. Okay, the Google Assistant not working when I need to call it out. There's the, I use this on a daily, uh, the Apple CarPlay. I use this on a daily. Um, you got to understand some people that's not a big deal. And that's totally cool because the OS, a lot of the hardware out there, they're awesome. But if these things matter to you, you kind of can't be like, well, I'm going to overlook them because I want to use Android and I really like the OS. No, it's like I now I'm making like three sacrifices in my car. I can't figure this out. I got to like pull over, go to a song I know I downloaded, set it up or go to a playlist. Sometimes it's it's not a playlist. Sometimes I want to shuffle all the songs I have, but yeah. the downloaded songs, um, the watch, you know, like I'll give you another example of, of ways the watch didn't work for me. Um, I was at work. Like I told you, Lifeline at work can't use my phone at all. Has to be in my pocket. I can't touch it. Cameras everywhere. If I do, I'm done, but I can use my watch. They allow that. So I'm there. I get a call. I don't hear it ringing because I have silence on my uh, on my phone. I'm waiting yeah. for my watch. My watch starts going off ringing. I answer. Guess what? The person already hung up on the phone. I'm getting the, the ringing on my watch like two minutes after it happened on the phone. Yeah. So like it was like, what a delay. Why is that happening? Not to say that the watch is perfect because I've had a lot of gripes with the uh, Apple Watch before I went to Android. Yeah. They they made a lot of things worse, to be honest. But I'm hoping they're better now. I've only been back on it for less than 24 hours. So that was a major thing. Why was it doing that? Another thing on iOS, on uh, Android Wear, which I don't understand is with so many devices now, so many watches having built-in speakers now. Yeah. Why are the why is there no notification sound? What? Why is it still there's no notification sound? Not by stock. You have to download an app. Really? To get a notification sound. That makes no sense to me. That's weird. Why, after all this time of introducing speakers, is there notif no notification sound by default? That's very so, yes. odd. That's very odd. So those are my gripes. Those are my things that made me switch back. Um, iMessage is probably not as a big reason as it was a while ago. I tell you the truth. It's nice to be able to not use WhatsApp. I also noticed something that really bothered me. I couldn't uh, restore all my WhatsApp from Android device onto my um, yeah, iOS. It makes it back up to the iCloud. Yeah, exactly. That's why. I was so annoyed about that because I have so many conversations saved and I was like, uh, where's all my conversations? Nope. Yeah. Here's another cross-platform thing just to piss you off I, right I there. I did the same thing. I was like, hey, all my messages to you were from the last time I talked to you on my iPhone. I'm like, uh... And then I realized, oh, yeah, this backups to the iCloud and not some sort of, you know, web service that WhatsApp owns. Um, and that's why. So on the other side of the flip coin, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just want to finish this off. On the other side of the flip coin, there's a lot of things I miss from my Android. I do miss my app drawer. Unlike Marky here, I love the app drawer. Uh, I love having a clean like uh, home page, you know, where I only have like a certain amount of apps, a nice like um, widget in the middle. Um, and these are the apps I want and I put them where I want and I leave the middle open to, so I can see my wallpaper really okay, so nicely. This, this and is then, what you do, right? You take all the apps that you don't want on your first screen, put them into folders and put them on the second screen. And then if you need to find them instead of an app drawer, all you have to do is swipe down and search for them. No, listen, uh, let me finish. Okay. <laughs> uh, I miss that. I miss my back button. Yeah. Um, I also miss 
uh, and I don't know the name for this right now, but on the stock um, home launcher, sorry, yeah. you swipe to the right and you get all that info. Oh, it's the you get all feed. those. The, the Google feed. Yeah. I miss it so much. It was, oh my it was god, cool. The, it was cool. Yeah, you can customize it. So mine was all tech and a bunch of other things. So it would have so much like information I wanted to know. Yeah, and now I'm like. You know what? Let me go to my iPhone and I swipe to the right and there's like this little news category. And then I'm like, let me look into settings to like pick what kind of news I want. But, there. But there nope, are, can't there find are, it. There are things that you can do to to replicate that experience, not literally swiping to the left, but like you can download like Flipboard and add, tell it what what kinds of articles you like and it will, you know, curate for you like that's that's not something special to Google. I think it's really cool that it's super accessible that way, but um, but there are other companies that are doing curated news that way elsewhere, right? Like if you go into your iOS settings and change your geolocation to the United States, you'll get the Google, the Apple news app, uh, and it will do the same thing. You tell it what you like and w what companies you want to follow, and then it will curate news for you. So I'll have to, I'll have to, like I said, I just got it back. So I'll have to definitely figure that out. So I am on a iPhone. I'm going to miss my fast charging. I don't have a fast charging brick for this phone. Yeah. Uh, wireless charging is an awesome feature to have back. I didn't have that on the Pixel 2 XL. Um, another Dude, thing fast is charging also... brick. Go out, buy that anchor power station that I talked about. Uh, and buy a USB-C to the lightning and do the fast charging that way if you, if you prefer that because another thing on android that i do like that I'm, I'm realizing right now is yeah on android you have the option to pick like um overall size of text and icons and everything yeah you can and you don't have that i feel like when i look at the iphone right now everything just looks way too big like all the icons just look way too big like you, they you need can to be go you can down. go into a accessibility and change the font size but that's uh, but not the icon size but no not the icon size well no, you can you can make them spread out on certain devices, but that's it. No. So yeah, notifications I'm gonna miss very much, and I'm hoping that with Google taking such a stand on hopefully, hey. uh, you know, working into let me finish, boy, working into <laughs> Wear OS that uh, these bugs do get figured out. Yeah. And again, Mar uh, Marky's experience here with Android was um, the essential phone on basically. Stock OS. 8, 8. I know a lot of people 0. out there. Right. I know a lot of people out there are going to be like, well, my Samsung or my LG or this, that is like almost a different experience. Yeah. Now. yeah. Okay. So that's his my experience. experience was very device specific. It's, it's device specific it's and stock using the essential OS. phone. It's not, it's not, it, it's it, don't take what I said as a, my thoughts on Android as a whole across every phone from every company. It's literally just for the essential phone. Right um, and and stock ish. Well, I'd say stock, uh, yeah, stock Android yeah. OS. My experience as well. I know a lot of people will be out there. Well, my Tizen watch works perfectly. My Samsung Gear, except for not having the Google Assistant, which I heard the the new one is going to be using the Google Assistant. I hope that's true. Um, you know, like my experience is with using the Pixel. I'm pretty sure a lot of these Bluetooth issues. If a company such as LG or Samsung has set up their own settings with Bluetooth and how it uh, interacts with uh, other devices is probably better than what Google did for stock. Yeah, Google's, you know, but when Google's I tried, focused on duplex right now. They don't care about Bluetooth. Right. <laughs> Basically. And I tried calling in Google to fix it, figure this out, and they couldn't figure it out for me. So I'm kind of done with that situation. If it wasn't something I used every day and if it wasn't important to me, I'd be like, whatever. But I'm not going to be trying a million different Android devices to figure out a solution for this. I literally sent back my watch again, you know, so sad because I was so excited to have like, you know, a watch. Like I said, I started a new occupation and I really need to use my watch at work. So it's a big deal for me in the car. I listen to my music. This is like my alone time listening to my, uh, all the, all the new tracks that are out listening to some podcasts and I'm having all these issues connecting with my watch and, and this and that and, and using it's like, I was ready to get Android, Auto and as as Marky knows here, I was ready to sell my stereo to get Android Auto, but I started using my wife's and I'm like, this doesn't even work. Another thing it does, which is really weird on Android Auto, you're listening to a song, you get a call, yeah, and when the call ends, 
it's it's a 50 50 either it goes back to the song and it starts playing it yeah. or it doesn't but here's the weird thing you're like okay i just have to go back and play and hit play you do hit play but there's no sound yeah so i have to disconnect my voice and re- it's just little things like that like kind of annoying that need to be fixed yeah they're yeah. just so annoying to the point where i'm like well i've got to make a decision like i said i want to carry the song another thing i want to say i love about the the iphone 10 in particular yeah f- um size like just <laughs> yeah i love it's, the it's size it's size, it's yeah. the it is like definitely going the, going from the, the i can reach everything this it's 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 very nice it's it's super the size it is the, super the way compact. it feels in your hand like i i first thing first like i had my my iphone out of a case i picked it up i was like oh and sam's like why are you why is your phone out of a case i was like it feels so nice it feels so nice <laughs> Uh, I was lucky enough. I was lucky enough to still have like my old case and a pack of brand new screen protectors, which were so easy to put on. Yeah. Not like my Pixel XL. I just think that's also a lot of people, uh, a lot of uh, aftermarket companies uh, making a lot more accessories for um, uh, iPhones. Uh, iPhones, yeah. So um, one thing I do not like that much anymore mm-hmm. is the notch. I'm not a big fan of the notch. I don't care. I'll tell you that right away. I'm not a big fan of the notch. Anyways, 2018 is the year of the notch. Okay. Um, I say I got a few things I want to say. We're, uh, I think we should end off the show. We've talked a lot. Uh, and both of us are uh, extremely busy today. Um, right. but a couple of things to note is in the upcoming weeks, it's going to be Apple's WWDC. So we will have a lot to talk about when it comes to iOS 12 and the new features that are there. Can Um, I say one thing? Yeah, go for it. Remember that one thing I complained about so much when I got an iPhone 10 originally? Yeah. What was the one thing in my car? A certain a certain orientation I had it in and I told you it's just retarded that this feature doesn't work in this orientation. Yeah, it's a I heard that's landscape an landscape or something. Yeah, and I heard iOS 12 is going to fix this issue. We're finally going to get face unlock in horizontal. Oh yeah, I've landscape. heard that too. I've heard that. So, hey, you know, bring the, I, this should have been done already. I don't know why it hasn't been done. Because Apple releases thing. software on a yearly cycle. Okay? That's why. That's your problem. Shut that. up. Goddamn. Stop complaining. They are complaining. idiots. Listen, I, I will watch say one garbage, other thing. garbage, okay? Yeah, because it used to belong to you. You're talking about <laughs> a new one, right? So, uh, I will say one thing. I will say one thing. Yes. I noticed Face Unlock works a lot better right now. I don't know if it's, uh, if it's because I'm on the actual 11.4 beta. Uh-huh. But it works a lot better than what I, I think remember. it's that was all one of in my your biggest head. things I hated. I think it's all no. in your head. No, it works better. Go ahead. <laughs> Finish. Uh, no, no, fin- continue. Just say what you're going to say before we end it off. No, no, that's all I was going to say. Just, okay. I think it works a lot better. I've heard that that's something they've worked on actually, in, especially on 11.4. But even when I was on 11.3.4, so. No, I was never. Uh, that's a new beta. I was never on that beta. Oh, uh, okay. I was on the 11.3 betas. Okay. Okay, well, um, that's going to be it for the show. Thank you guys for listening. No, we don't hate Android. We love Android. It just it needs to be improved in certain areas. Um, and I'm, so does iOS. And By yes, no means is all, iOS both of these platforms. It needs to be improved. I'm not sorry. I don't mean to make it Android specific. Both no. these platforms and we're still going to be... We're still going to be talking about Android. I'm yes. still this, a big This Android. podcast is for us to talk about technology. It's not specifically about phones. So we are exactly. going to be talking about tech in general. A quick update. I still don't have God of War. We will talk about that on the next podcast. But as of right now, um, thank you all for listening. Your feedback is always appreciated. If you guys could go on iTunes or Google Play Music and leave us a review, let us know how we're doing. I'd really appreciate that. You can find us on Podbean. Uh, basically any podcasting network you can find. Uh, we're also on YouTube. I've got to update that. I'm sorry. Um, our music is, uh, provided by Ryan little. Uh, you can find him at soundcloud.com slash Ryan little. Uh, and that's going to be it for the show. So thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys next week.